Psychomedy is brought to you by ThreadUp, Manchester-based therapy that supports creativity. I'm Rafaela Nunes, the founder of ThreadUp and the counsellor supporting the creative community. Comedians and creatives in general can experience anxiety, depression, low moods, and this in turn can affect their creativity. One-to-one counselling can facilitate a safe space for creatives to explore any difficulties, to gain self-awareness, to develop strategies that work, and ultimately to create choices that are aligned with the natural creative flow. If you're in need of support, then please get in touch. Visit threadup.co.uk to book your counselling sessions at reduced rates when you quote Psychomedy. Psychomedy Daily Dose, the spin-off series of short episodes of Psychomedy during this time of near total shutdown of a live comedy circuit due to coronavirus. I'm Nathan Cassidy, stand-up comedian and Bachelor of Science in Psychology, and every day now I'm going to be talking with a different comedian about the current situation, along with passing on some hopefully really helpful and positive strategies, coping mechanisms from the counselling professionals we partner with at threadup.co.uk. I'm hoping that by sharing experiences and some positivity with comedians, we can all get through this together in the best possible way. So joining me today on Psychomedy Daily Dose, it's Luca Capani. Hello. Hello. How are you, Luca? I'm good. I'm uh, self-isolating, staying safe uh, at home, and uh, I'm optimistic. So I'm, I, I, my, op- my optimism is tested in this <laughs> these weeks but yeah i'm still doing well that's good to hear are you say you're isolating on your own or are you with people no i'm with my uh, wife so and and, uh, flatmates because that's london flat sharing (laughs) so we we, we don't suffer from loneliness there so that that's good (laughs) okay that's cool and you're all healthy at this time Yes, so far we, we are good. Uh, the only slight problem is I'm hypochondriac, so uh, that's not the. <laughs> it, it feels like the, the all the rest of the world copies has copied me. So now that everyone <laughs> is panicking with the masks and gloves, and yeah. uh, they are all worried. That's how I live constantly. So now <laughs> it's a now it's a trend apparently. Oh wow! So how, so how does that manifest itself usually, and how how has that changed with the coronavirus? Usually, I would be very uh, aware of uh, disease and and uh, scared of catching something. But now it, that's weird. Uh, I behave the opposite. Like I try to be confident because everyone is is panicking, and there's this huge uh, disease. So now I try to to be rational and say, "No, come on. It's just maybe uh, most of us will be." fine we'll be safe so it's a but i still get to read a lot of uh, articles about the disease and i shouldn't do this that's that's i i would advise against reading all those information like you know those useless article like what happens to your lungs if you catch the virus what Mm -hmm. good does it unless you're a student of medicine and it's a an exam and the professor asks you what happens to someone's lungs when they got the virus i understand but why should I don't want to know because my lungs will know how to behave terribly probably. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, it's nothing I can. It's not like a, how to change your posture when you are at the desktop or on the computer so you can avoid uh, back pain. That that makes sense. But I don't really want to know. Still, I watch the articles and then I 
have bad nightmares, but that's okay. Yeah, there is, you can certainly, I've mentioned this before on this podcast, you can certainly look at too much news, too much talk about this. And yeah, if you're looking about the intricacies of what the lungs are doing, that is probably too much. Yes. Yeah, but it's interesting you're saying about, you know, being a hypochondriac and almost, because we've we've heard this from other people, like comedians who are maybe suffering from depression, that they say it's almost like they're they're pre-prepared for this. They've been preparing for this moment for for many years and i guess with with uh say, are you a hand washer generally and uh yeah i do yeah. that's that's why the first advice like wash your hands didn't really mm. make a difference okay yeah i know but but have you seen the video of boris johnson washing his hands because you can tell he doesn't know how to now we all know it. no you know he, he, he did this with a movement that i remember i was doing the same when i was three years old in okay. my uh primary in the my was the kindergarten and 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 i was told no no that's not how you wash your hand you do it properly so it's yeah. interesting that he never learned i think we were all totally unprepared for this i saw a, a boris johnson video i don't know whether it was it can't have been made up but he was just talking about well i've been shaking hands with coronavirus uh, victims fine you know it's been and that must have been i don't know a week or two ago so yeah i think we we all we were all sleepwalking into this to a certain extent yes and i, I don't know if you uh, follow football but uh, apparently in italy there was a a big match, Champions League, with a, a football team of Bergamo, which is one of the hardest hit uh, city in, in Italy. And yeah. that match probably uh, caused a widespread of the of the virus because uh, everyone went, went to Milan to to watch the game, and then that's how it started. So yeah, it's um, we were unprepared, but uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm I like to be optimist still. Um, yeah, if I'm. Yeah. If I'm right, Anne Frank believed about it, was optimist as well. So maybe I should change my attitude, but I, I, <laughs> I keep being optimist. No, I think it's the only way, the only way to stay mentally healthy is to stay optimistic. And I think there's many reasons to be optimistic uh, in this country, certainly. But I mean, you, you mentioned Italy. I, I assume you have lots of friends and family over there. Are you in touch with uh, the <laughs> Yeah. Yes, uh, and and it's interesting because they they are like a bit bit ahead of us. It's the first time that Italy is a bit ahead of another country is in the in the <laughs> spreading of a disease. Okay, but <laughs> so uh, luckily most of my uh, friends and relatives are fine, so that that's good. But they know right. a lot of people who had been admitted to hospitals and places, so it's yeah. a bit uh, it's 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 difficult there, but it. Hopefully, it's uh, going coming towards some kind of peak. I don't know if you know this. We all became expert in graphics, and that's the problem. <laughs> I, I'm, I've studied classics, so all I know about plague is what the writers, ancient writers, wrote about it, which is nice piece of uh, dramatic stories and, and completely useless from a scientific point of view. And now it's all about graphics. I don't know exactly how to read it. It's fascinating because. Uh, Datas are, are are difficult. You need to interpret it there. So you need to have a bit of a knowledge. Maybe funny thing, let's say sadly funny, is that I believe we are collectively as stupid as people in the past. You know when you read about the general behavior during the plague in the Middle Ages and, and you think, oh, how could people be so gullible and stupid? And here we are. So yes, <laughs> uh, 
it's uh, nothing changes but uh, how do you think we're being stupid? I mean, there's there's lots of kind of media about people being stupid, but do you think there's any general trends in what we're doing and what we could be doing better? Well, the idea that uh, there must be some secret hidden truth that we didn't get, like uh, there's some uh, uh, mastermind who knew everything and fabricated this, but they never explain you what was the purpose because i remember when it started someone blamed the usa said oh us did this to china to punish <laughs> china now Ch yeah. us has worse affected than china so who's this plan this idea of a spectre i don't know if you follow james bond movies uh, <laughs> yeah it would be good to have spectre doing all the bad things on our behalf so we don't need to worry about our general behavior but i'm yeah. afraid it's sometimes the the simplest answer is that there's a new disease we don't know really how to cope with it and and that's it i had yeah. people warning me that because um, i was talking to someone and he said oh this is just like a flu i said no mate in, in northern italy they don't know how to dispose bodies they, they knew how to do it usually so it's not uh, you know that, that they have a, when you have too many too many coffins maybe that, that's something wrong and he said uh, yeah but fear probably fear caused by general media caused anxiety and that made people die more than usual and I, <laughs> right yeah, yeah what <laughs> that's why i'm saying we are back like in the middle ages where people thought that there was uh, some uh, curse uh, or or uh, i don't know yeah i think this is this is highlighting the crazy in people and it's um it's yeah it's making people do and say strange things and yeah that does that does worry me i mean this whole this whole thing sets a sets a precedent um this is the this is the thing i'm worried about that life is going to change now i think for us all if only the fear that this will happen again i mean we haven't had this situation before Will it happen again? Will it happen next winter? Will it happen the winter after? That's that. That's my fear. I don't know whether you, you've thought about that. I have. Uh, yes, I, I had the same uh, thought, the same feeling. But trying to be optimist and look on the bright side, yeah. I, you can see that uh, countries like uh, South Korea are more used to us. They had the SARS in the past. We didn't really had SARS. It was something confined to the Southeast Asia mainly. And mm. now they developed some better uh, habit on how to deal with the pandemic. So they, they yeah. do a lot of testing because all of these could have been prevented if we invested a bit more in NHS testing, quarantine properly, just all, all, only the people who are affected. So yeah. When I want to be optimistic, I like to think of a better funded NHS with uh, tests available for everyone, not just for uh, stars and politicians, because this is something I, I, I have to say, I fail to show solidarity when I see a millionaire saying, oh, I got tested positive because my first question is, how did you get the test? Because yeah. <laughs> as an upper conduct, I would love to know whether, whether I'm positive or negative, but I, I, give, I would rather have NHS staff tested before that would be nice yeah. and how come that all those uh, footballers got tested all of them and why so ho yeah. hopefully I, I think there are two possible paths either we come out of this with a better 
health system more aware of the of how useful are NHS staff and also the so-called unskilled workers. You know, a few months ago it was all about unskilled jobs like people working in Tesco's or Sainsbury and uh, suddenly it seems that the country doesn't need many of these. Now we are all, uh, our lives depend on those unskilled uh, delivery riders or, or uh, people working at a supermarket. So I would like for Absolutely. the next, next uh, generation to be more aware of this and uh, or in the if uh, if we go if everything goes wrong we will have just a lot of patriotism like this is the new world war and a lot of uh, rhetoric about sacrifice and suffering and uh, and dying for your country but this is not exactly what i what i hope for we i think we can we can be better after this maybe, maybe. yeah yeah i hope so so how about our jobs, Luca? Stand-up comedy. Have you had a, had a think about that in terms of... I mean, I've been thinking about it just this morning with, as I say, with it might... Uh, you know, the chance that it might happen again now. Um, what would I do next time differently? What would I maybe have prepared? Because I have no backup. I don't know about you, but I have no other work no other source of income mine was purely from my own stand-up and writing and directing other stand-ups so i don't know whether you've had a think about your job and how it might uh, be affected in the future yeah i'm in the same position i'm trying to become more uh tech savvy uh, i try to understand how to to create content online and although now it's a bit of a it feels saturated because every comedian's found themselves in front of a camera talking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah. and uh, also you know the last last uh, days I, I watched Brian May the, the queen guitarist uh, teaching how to play Bohemian Rhapsody in his, <laughs> in his sofa so I thought okay now there's a if I were just a usual uh, person on the internet and I have to choose between Luca Cupani trying to tell jokes in an empty room in the silence or <laughs> playing guitar for when you're absolutely maybe there's a there's a gap i'm saying in quality and they're both free i wish brand could put a, a paywall or something so that <laughs> yeah you know because the next step we comedians we will ask money just to see uh, for, for the for the audience and they're still doing it for free so that that's a bit of a how do you say in, in finance in finance dumping you know when they <laughs> when yeah. they undersell their skills and we try to sell our <laughs> to to give a price but again maybe we can focus on writing uh, creating some content um the tricky thing is that everything has to be made at home you cannot even meet with someone else and, mm. uh, and yeah. so it it's it's a difficult season we have ahead but hopefully in, in three months four months maybe people maybe once we will be free there will be people uh, a huge need of you know nights out uh, people will love to go back to a comedy club a pub just to to feel the human the presence of other human beings in the same room so maybe we will be very busy afterwards maybe. oh yeah i'm sure that will be the case i mean some people have been saying how can edinburgh go ahead if one person coughs in the audience then but i just don't think that's true i think once this is done to a certain extent it is over i think life will get back to normal for comedy and comedy clubs and theatres generally. I mean, God, that's the uh, 
that's the hope anyway. I can't see that not happening. As you say, I think people will be chomping at the bit to do it. People will hopefully be doing it more than ever. Yeah. And and then comedy clubs, you know, if you go to a comedy club, clearly you don't care about health and safety because I don't remember many comedy <laughs> clubs that are, I mean, healthy places. So if you are if you are scared of someone coughing, you probably don't even go to a basement uh, crammed with people uh, with no exit uh, or uh, yeah. so no, I, I, I'm positive on the on the medium term, like eventually everyone will be fine. Maybe in two months time, we will just laugh at this, maybe. Um, yeah who knows and uh, hopefully hopefully well we'll we'll be trying to make people laugh about it i don't know whether people will be laughing about it i mean it's um yeah i've talked to some other comedians about this about whether whether material wise or edinburgh show wise i don't know whether you're planning an edinburgh show but um i mean i'm certainly thinking that people probably won't want to hear about this when it's over but it, it might have to color what we're saying to a certain extent it's a tricky one yeah, I I uh, I managed to register my show for Edinburgh, but I don't know now if the, sh- the festival will go on. I still wait and see. And mm. the title was "Happy Without a Cause," so that <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> it was about my optimism again. So now that has been tested. So yeah, yeah. We we will see. I don't know. Oh, but, no, uh, yes, it's good to it's good to hear a fellow optimist. Is there is there uh, going back to Italy for a second, is there any optimism in Italy? I mean, all we're seeing with regards to Italy is, is, oh, Italy is as bad as it gets in terms of Europe. I mean, obviously, China was worse when it started. And um, is there any optimism forming in Italy at all now? So in the in the last few days, uh, there's been a, not probably a decrease. Yeah, uh, the, 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 the number of deaths and uh, new people getting infected has slowed down. So yeah. that's the sign we were expecting. Hopefully, if this become constant in the few, next few days, that will give a bit of morale to the people. Because if you see that all those lockdown measures are effective, then you are more uh, you, you can comply more happily because you can see that it makes a difference but uh, but um, uh, yeah in, in the first two weeks Italian people were very positive then they started getting uh, tired of all this uh, lockdown because I, I, I spoke with people who've been in lockdown for a month now in northern oh. Italy so you know they they, they cook like crazy they make they bake cakes and stuff uh, they they keep eating and eating and, uh, and they and they wait for a for a day where things can go can go better so we don't know yet but um yeah. hopefully it will be better yeah great great and what are you what are you doing for your for your mental health how are you getting through every day i was kind of surprised to remember that this lockdown only started i think on wednesday and it seems so long but i think it's only been like four days and it's just seems yeah. like a lifetime what what are you i mean i have kids in the house and you say you have you know your wife and other people in the house how are you yeah. all getting through each day anything particularly good that you're doing anything that uh, is making you positive what well, we uh, try to do exercise you know in our like a bit of a workout just to get the energy out of the of the body even if we are at home and you can still walk outside so that that's good and yeah. uh, we we played some board game at night evening together so just to that that was another 
good thing to do. Board games are good. <laughs> you suddenly discover these things that you put away in boxes in the last yeah. thing. Board games are rescuing us. As you say, Deliveroo is rescuing us. All these things that we didn't, uh, we didn't put any importance on. Now we see the importance of it. Yes, so we, we do this, cook a little bit and... Uh, Talk no, it's it's uh, so far is we are doing well uh, as I said, but yes, it's um, it's a long journey. So I think we need to pace ourselves because also I think I need to be better at is uh, planning my daily routine because I wake up full of idea and plans. I'm gonna do this and that and this and that, and then I'm happy if at the end of, by the end of the day I got to cook the meal and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, have, I had a watch. shower and okay yes and then maybe I watch Netflix okay now done <laughs> a productive day so I, I need I still need to be uh, better at organizing my time we have plenty of time to get better at it I think yeah well so, sometimes you're starting something starting being creative starting talking even kind of talking like this I know that one or two of the people we talk to on this suddenly after they've talked on this to a fellow comedian or they have gone away and done something that they've been planning to do. So hopefully that will happen here that you'll think, oh, yeah, maybe I should be maybe I should be cracking on with stuff or whatever. Yes. Or also reading, doing because it's a forced stop. So if we can, uh, maybe we should focus on doing something that uh, we usually postpone because there's no time for it, because yeah. we are busy. We were going out, like reading books uh, more than usual, or uh, maybe studying a language. One day we'll be allowed to travel again, so we could <laughs> we could learn some new languages. Who knows? Uh, um, I'm also applying to uh, become a British citizen. I have a you know the test, the life in the UK test. Oh yeah. Is a, is a yeah. I have a I have a planned um, a, a date for the test. I don't know if if is going on but uh, we'll have probably we'll have to wear masks and gloves and uh, and if you cough you're probably disqualified and and, and deported to jamaica <laughs> that, that's the fashion <laughs> well fingers crossed for that yeah thanks um as i say it's good to uh good to talk to a fellow optimist there's a lot of a lot of pessimistic people and people are getting more pessimistic. And as you say, people are doing crazy things online. People are reading crazy things online. And um, you sound like one of my kindred spirits, Luca. Thank you. <laughs> you know, optimism is free. It's one of the few free things we still have. So <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. No, and it's really, um, it's really powerful. It's really powerful for mental health. If you try and stay optimistic, you look at all the good news online and there is a lot of good news rather than the bad. That is the number one lesson that mental health professionals are saying right now. Stay away from the, uh, stay away from the, too much of the bad stuff. Yes. Okay, Luca, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you that's, very uh, much. That's really cheered me up. <laughs> I'm glad and thank you for having me on your podcast. Thank you so much. There we go. That was Luca Capani. Such a lovely guy. Such a funny guy. Please check him out online. That's one of the great things about doing this, as I say. Just checking in with people that I love from around the circuit. So I hope you're finding something day-to-day that is getting you through this in the best possible way. And I really hope this is helping. I've had some great feedback. Please do keep the reviews coming in or send me some messages let's make each other feel better during this time i've been up and down i woke up the other day after some strange anxiety dreams i know a lot of my friends are getting those 
And yeah, it's okay not to be okay. I just uh, remind myself of the daily mental health tips. As I say, they're at psychomedy.co.uk from our counselling partners at threadup.co.uk. And as I always say, please do give them a shout. They're amazing if you do need someone else to talk to than the people you're talking to every day on Skype or whatever. And please check out those tips. They're brilliant. So that is our show for today. Join us again for more Psychomedy Daily Dose tomorrow. Please listen back on all the daily shows, all the main shows. Please give us a five-star review. Psychomedy is produced by Mike Hansen at Pop People Productions. Check out psychomedy.co.uk or at Psychomedy Pod. I'm Nathan Casty. Lots of love to you all. Stay healthy, stay positive, and tune back in for more Psychomedy Daily Dose tomorrow.